I joined Toastmasters because my boss told me to. How many people have joined Toastmasters at the recommendation of their bosses? Thank you, bosses. Your bosses understand that you can make Toastmasters work for you at work. When we look at level four and level five, we see some opportunities for you to streamline your Toastmasters progress with projects at work. One of these in particular is the level five lessons learned elective project. Are you interested in public speaking or leadership skills? Then Toastmasters is for you. Welcome to the podcast, Toastmasters 101, where we talk about Pathways, the education program of Toastmasters International. I'm your host, Kim Kragy. Lessons learned. Sounds like I have to listen to a bunch of people tell me what I did wrong in a project. Of course, I am never wrong. So what is the point of this level five project? Okay, I'm not quite that arrogant. But lessons learned never caught my eye when I first looked at the list of level five electives. I wanted to manage a difficult audience or give a panel presentation, so I did. Lessons learned never even got a second look. So I resorted to what any smart podcaster would do when faced with a challenge. I looked for someone else who did the project and would talk to me about it. I put out a call on the official Toastmasters International Members Group on Facebook asking if someone had done this project. Bob Bidek answered my call. He's a member of the Fort Worth Project Management Toastmasters Club in Texas, and he has earned his Distinguished Toastmaster Award in the Classic program. He finished his first path leadership development with this Level 5 project, Lessons Learned. In real life, Bob is a project manager. He's in a Toastmasters club that focuses on project management. I am not a trained project manager. I just like to do things, which makes me an untrained project manager. So the term lessons learned didn't mean much to me. But to Bob, it's a common practice to look back at a completed project and to do this kind of review. Looking at the introduction to the project in Pathways, I read, A meeting of this type gives you and your team the opportunity to evaluate the results of your work. By assisting feedback and applying it to future events, you enhance your growth as a leader and a communicator. So it's not just about pointing fingers at people? Already I'm feeling better about this project. As I read through it, I start to understand that this project title is jargon inside the project management world. No wonder Bob thought this was the fastest and easiest for him to do. He lives in that world. I guess I need to stop assuming the worst about these project titles, right? As District 10 has just announced our two conference co-chairs for 2020, I hope that these two people are willing to consider what we have done before, what worked, and what didn't. Those annual conferences are my babies. I have a huge emotional investment in these conferences. I've chaired a conference. I've been a conference committee chair multiple times. 
But have we ever sat down and reviewed what worked and what did not and kept a record for successive chairs? I know that one person did this as a high-performance leadership project, but I don't know that it's been handed down, which seems kind of a waste. I asked Bob about the Reflect Your Path project and the Lessons Learned project. Every path ends with Reflect on Your Path speech. Are these two speeches essentially the same? Not according to Bob. The Lessons Learned speech is very project-driven. It's based on a completed project in the project management field. Reflect on your path is retrospective of your Toastmasters career so far, specifically on this path. Similar, but not the same. I didn't expect the Lessons Learned project to be so big, and it is big. The project includes hosting a meeting with all of the available participants, called stakeholders, to review the project from start to finish and to learn from the successes and the mistakes made. To manage a meeting of this type cannot be easy. You've got a crowd of people and you're asking for their opinions. People may assume, as I did, that there will be a lot of finger pointing and blame. Toastmasters didn't assume that I know the processes of project management in their training in the project. Thank you, Toastmasters International. They've actually broken down the process and the steps so that I could lead this meeting. There are a couple of resources for this project that I haven't seen before. A response log and a metrics log. I don't know that you need to print these out. It seems like a piece of paper with columns and headers would be enough or even a spreadsheet, but that's just me. Especially if someone were to enter the comments on a spreadsheet that was projected on a screen during the meeting, I'd probably try that if I were doing this project. Another resource we have is the 360-degree evaluation resource. I have only seen this when it was given to me to fill out for another Toastmaster. I'm not at all familiar with this format or this type of evaluation. The six-page resource covers nine aspects of a person's skills and their activities as a leader in a project. I haven't seen this type of a review before, so if this is normal, then forgive me, but I thought it was interesting that the questions refer not only to how the leader accomplished their tasks, but how the team responded to that person as a leader. Okay, maybe it's obvious to somebody else. I did think that this review can't be done quickly. It would require some thought, asking for examples and recommendations. Now I understand why at the top of the evaluation form, it gives a time frame for the evaluation, and I think setting a deadline for its return might be smart too. After all this work is done, then comes a speech to the club. This evaluation form is possibly the most detailed list of notes to the evaluator. There are nine bullet points to consider. Now, I've heard some people complain that the new Pathways evaluation forms aren't specific enough. Well, this one has a lot more detail. It does revert to the standard three questions, excellence, improvement, and challenges. But there's not a lot of space to write anything because of the long notes above. I'm on the fence with this. 
It does limit the evaluator's ability to comment on what they think the content is because there's just no room. But we're not really supposed to evaluate content. So why do they give us all this information about what the speaker did in order to give this speech? The purpose statement at the top says, the purpose of this project is for the member to learn about and apply the skills needed to run a lessons learned meeting during a project or after its completion. But does that matter to the speech evaluator? The next line says, the purpose of this speech is for the member to share some aspect of his or her leadership experience and the impact of a lessons learned meeting. Okay, so I now know what the speech is supposed to be about. Do I need to know the other details about what they were doing that this speech reports? I don't think that this is a newbie evaluator-friendly form. If I were to give this to my evaluator, regardless of how much experience they'd have, I'd probably put page three on the top and ask them to focus on my presentation skills. But I'm pro page three, and you can hear why on podcast number 24, that's Toastmasters101.net slash 24, where I talk about the page three pledge. I ask my evaluators to circle the appropriate numbers instead of having to move back to page two. I don't even print page two anymore. But if this evaluator is to evaluate this speech... I think getting a good speech presentation skills evaluation is what I want the evaluator to cover if they're not familiar with doing a lessons learned meeting. Or maybe if they are, I would prefer them to give a speech presentation skills evaluation more than evaluating the speech per se. How does this project relate to your career? I did start out talking about how you can streamline your work with your level four and level five's projects. Bob pointed this out as an off-the-cuff comment in our conversation. He had just completed the required project of the leadership development in level five, manage a successful event. I asked if he'd done the lessons learned elective project on that task. He had not he had another project to use for the elective. But he's a professional project manager. He has lots of these in his life, and he chose to do a different event. But wow, that's really a natural combination, isn't it? For those people who came to Toastmasters because of the encouragement from their bosses or because they perceived their own needs, this is where your Toastmasters experience can be applied to your career. Is there an event in your business where you can take the lead? These Toastmasters Pathways projects don't have to be Toastmasters projects. You can, and I think you should, take them out into the world. Make an impact with them. I know that inside Toastmasters, we have a strong sense that this is where you learn and practice these skills inside the club, inside the district. And maybe taking on a career project when you're not comfortable with your skill set means you do things inside Toastmasters until you've got your confidence, and that's fine. My first high-performance leadership project was outside of Toastmasters. It wasn't big, but it was important to a group of people who needed that work done. It affected about 30 people. That's it. 
but it was incredibly important to me that the skills I had learned didn't stay in Toastmasters. They made an impact in the world around me. It's up to you. But it seems to me that if you're in the leadership development path, it's logical to go from the level four requirement, leading your team, to the level five required project, manage successful events, to the level five elective, lessons learned. I bet your bosses think so too. Toastmasters is giving you the tools. What you decide to do with them is up to you. These tools can change the world, so use them outside of Toastmasters. My thanks to Bob Bidak, DTM, for giving me his insight into the Level 5 Lessons Learned Project. I could not have done this podcast episode without him. I'm still looking for others who have completed the Ethical Leadership Project and the Leading in Your Own Volunteer Organization Project. If you've completed one or both of these, please let me know through our Facebook page for the Toastmasters 101 podcast or contact me through the Toastmasters101.net website. Thanks. Every week, I say that our music comes from incompetech.filmmusic.io, and the Toastmasters 101 podcast is a production of Toastmasters District 10. This week, I'm going to end the podcast with a challenge for you. Take your skills and change your world. Take the tools we've taught you and make a difference. Whatever your next Toastmasters project is, find a way to make it change the world. See you next time on the Toastmasters 101 podcast.